Lookout Rangers, I'm your host, Jacob Cyrus, and as always, thank you for listening. Guys, it is September 24th of 2020, and with a staunch record of 19-37, and after losing last night to the D-backs 3-7 in a two-game series, we will now pack our bags, and we will head home to face off the Astros tonight. I'll speak more of that series in a little bit, but let's go ahead and recap this pitiful game we had there in Arizona. Nick Goody, he gets the loss, but in my eyes, I believe Wes Benjamin should also take half the blame. Because even though he only gave up three earned runs, he put runners on in the sixth, which added unwarranted pressure to Goody. And I believe things would have finished out differently had anyone in the dugout been paying attention to Benjamin's pitch count of 130 plus pitches. I mean, were we not? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm tired of getting frustrated over it, so whatever. I just had to mention that. These are the things that I notice, okay? You know, our coaching staff, they might not be paying attention, but the fans are. Um, it just goes back to uh, when I was in college and our uh, stupid head coach would leave a gassed pitcher in the game. I mean, he's just out there struggling. Just pretty much, I mean, looking back at the dugout, like, come on, coach, like, show mercy. And he would leave him get, he would leave him in the game, and then he'd look back at our pitching coach and say, hold on now, let's see if he's got any fight in him. And then he would be forced to eat his words the next pitch as a missile is being launched over the home run fence. It never failed. I can't stand that. Let's see if he's got any fight. Let's see if he can get out of it. Dude, show some mercy and get this dude out of here and, and put somebody else in. We And I and honestly, looking back on it, I guarantee we probably didn't even have anybody warming up. It was a complete joke. But let's go ahead and get back into the uh, game. I'll close the yearbook for the time being. Uh, Leody Tavares, he's still looking solid, grabbing a run and going two for four. Solak didn't do much, but he did have a nice play there in the infield. Uh, Connor Falefa had a butte of an RBI triple there. Sam Huff, he's he's shown that he's ready for whatever role comes next as he's grabbed a uh, couple of hits. And then you've got Eli Watt. Now, he's doing better, fortunately. Even though he went 0 for 3 last night, I did want to note that he had a couple hits the night before that didn't get recognized, so I wanted to acknowledge that. And that's pretty much all I've got to say, you know, about, you know, last night's game. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of talking about it. So, let's go ahead and get into some postseason talk where things get a little more upbeat. And I'm going to start with the AL ticket. So... You've got Houston as the West number two, coming in at 28 and 28. Now, listen to that record: 28 and 28. That's 500. Okay, they've won 50% of their games. We play them tonight, and we're starting Lance Lynn. So if we come out early swinging, and we have been in the past, you know, few games, we've come out putting early runs up. It could get interesting the next four days with the LA Angels sneaking up with a 26-31 record, okay? So, yes, Houston, 28-28, Angels, 26-31. 
if we grab a win, maybe two this series, it's going to get interesting. Um, if we can win this series, and I know LA Angels is like, I don't know what they're doing. They're praying to whoever, and they're going to uh, hope that we finish out strong like Coach Woody wants us to so they can try to make it in the big dance. Now, also, that's just a West number two spot. Uh, I actually I don't know. They might be able to sneak in. Let me just go ahead. And, let me let me just clear things up. The LA Angels finish up starting Friday at Dodger Stadium, and they could honestly snag a couple wins because the Dodgers they got nothing to gain out of this, and they shouldn't be the only ones worried because the wild card number two spot is up for grabs if the Buffalo Blue Jays aren't careful. Now that's what I was wanting to talk about. Um, Houston can still get in even if they don't uh, knock out the Houston Astros on that back seat of the Western Division of the American League. So back to the Buffalo Blue Jays, and yes, I'm calling them the Buffalo Blue Jays. It's, it's, it's more fun for me. They have their last game of this four-game series against the Yankees before they face the Orioles, which should be a gimme. But with a loss tonight against the Yankees, it could shift their momentum. So they cannot afford to split with the Yankees because things are just way too close to the line to be given up games. All right. So, yeah, they won 14 to one last night against the Yankees, but they also lost 12 to one the night before. And let's go ahead and talk the Mariners theoretically could get in but with a 25-31 record you'd have to see them sweep Oakland at Oakland and everyone else they're needing to lose lose it's not going to happen just not in my opinion it's not going to happen so it's safe to write them off but that's really the buzz that's going on in the American League there is a slot buzz uh, that's still there in the American League and I'll talk about that I'm talking I'm referring to what's going on in the central division for the number one spot but that involves the national league ticket so let's talk about the national league side of things so that's really where all the juices are flowing so you've got it being anybody's ticket in those last four spots and at number five the st louis cardinals 27 and 26 are holding the central number two spot by a thread all right and after losing again to the Royals, they face their final test with the Milwaukee Brewers, 27 and 28 Milwaukee Brewers, who also could not only snag a wild card spot, but they could even go as far as sitting in that pretty central number two seat. So it's getting down to the nitty gritty, like I have said these past couple of podcasts. I'm digging it, and I can only, I really can't imagine where this is going to end up uh, come Sunday. Um, they just, uh, speaking of Milwaukee, they just lost a road series in Cincinnati, but they sure as heck aren't letting that slow them down as they find themselves on the road again for their finale series of the regular season. All right, they've got a lot to gain and a lot to lose. I feel like they're going to attack. That's going to be a game to watch uh, that series with the Brewers and the Cardinals. And uh, as I mentioned, the Reds, who are 29 and 28, they're holding the last ticket to the dance at that wild card number two spot. 
and they will be heading to Minnesota tomorrow, not tonight, but tomorrow to face the Twins, who are 35-22. and 22. So, yeah, like I was talking about with the American League, here we go. Um, they will face the uh, Twins, who are 35-22, and 22, who clinched the AL Central a long time ago. But the Twins won't be letting off the gas either, so I doubt they'll get swept on their home turf at the end of the regular season. The reason I speak in defense of the Twins is because... Though they have a whopping 35 wins under their belt, the Chicago White Sox of the AL Central as well are sitting in the back seat with 34 wins and 22 losses. So if they do work on the Cubs in a finale rival series at home, they could swap out with the Twins and get better seating, get better placement in that postseason. And that means everything. Because the postseason is definitely uh, catering to those first three winners. Of, the, uh, of their divisions in the leagues. Um, I'm still not done. All right. The Marlins, who are 28 and 28, they are sitting in the backseat of the Eastern Division with that number two spot. They are against the ropes, though, as they face the Braves one last time, potentially getting swept before they head to Yankee Stadium to close out. All right. So they haven't locked it in. They haven't locked in that backseat. With that being said, after the Phillies, who I thought we're pretty much out of it they're 28 and 29 they won last night against the nationals after dropping a doubleheader the night before they could still cause trouble for miami or really anyone seeking those wild card locks as they head down to tampa bay who of course is the number one team in the entire league uh whatever but uh yeah they finish out their series there i don't see tampa bay putting much of a fight in this game as they're you know, probably going to preserve their pitching as much as possible. So they definitely could snag a couple wins and make things interesting there for Miami and those wild card contenders. Um, after all, the postseason starts next Tuesday, guys. That's why I was saying they could be preserving their pitching there in Tampa Bay um, because it's it's coming and it's coming quick. And I'm going to close out with the Giants, who are 28 and 27. They have shown true grit, guys. They have shown true grit lately as they now hold the keys to the wild card number one spot. But they cannot kick their boots off yet. These last four spots can be swapped, lost, and written off by Sunday. They will finish off at home against the hard-hitting Padres. And there you have it. Guys, I hope you guys were informed with this podcast. If you're not watching baseball, please, I beg you. I, I can't urge you enough to watch the National League and what's going on. It sounds like a soap opera. If you're not hyped about this, I don't know what's going to get your pee hot. Alright? So, when you go home, flip on the telly, check it out. The Brewers Cardinals. The uh, Reds Twins. Everything is coming down to this. The Phillies are trying to get in. I mean, there's people trying not to lose their place because nothing is etched in stone. This is what baseball is all about. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow about how things ended up uh, tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to close out. Wish you all a happy Thursday night, and I'll talk to you all tomorrow.